My dear friends, on these very exciting feast days, I'd like to begin with a little, just a little bit of call and response with you all. So normally I say, joyful, joyful, and you respond back, joyful, joyful, if you're ready. Joyful, joyful. Joyful, joyful. My dear friends, we have so much to celebrate today. And as I was thinking about it, it was so many sets of threes that I'm going to call this homily the three threes. The three threes. And the first three that we celebrate is that these three days that we're celebrating, the, in, the institution of the Eucharist and the priesthood and the crucifixion of Jesus and the resurrection, these threes are really one. This is really one, one service we're entering into, both liturgically and mystically. You're not going to get the sign of the cross again until the end of the Easter Vigil, when this thing will come to an end. So these three days are really one. And it's really the three things that happen at every Holy Mass. You know, the, institute, the Eucharist, the crucifixion, and the resurrection of Jesus. And so we're going to stretch them out over the next three days so we can really reap the benefits of meditating on them and receiving all the grace that is present in them. And the three things we're celebrating today, as I already mentioned, are the institution of the priesthood, the institution of the Eucharist, and the mandatum, the great command of Jesus to love our neighbor. And these three things are held together, of course, by the Eucharist. But let's first think a little bit about the institution of the priesthood. Why did Jesus give us a priesthood? Lumen Gentium from Vatican II says so beautifully, Through the priest, our Lord Jesus Christ, the supreme high priest, is present in the midst of those who believe. A priest does not act in his own name, but in the name of Christ, who is the source of our joy. Because Jesus loves us so much, he desires to be present with us and to share himself with us. He wants to share his own heart with us. And so me and my brothers here, we are so privileged to be called by God to share in the love of his people in this very special way. So what we do, we don't act in our own name. We don't even act in our own will, but we act out of the love that Jesus has for you. And, you know, and love is not a philosophy. Love is always an action. It's an action. It's by a giving away of oneself. So all you young men out there, I, I, I beg you to consider doing this for the Lord. Ask him if he's calling you to this life. But we get to give ourselves away for Jesus Christ and for his people. That's why God gave us a priesthood. And what is this mandatum, this thing Jesus gives us? To love one another. Jesus says, love one another as I have loved you. And that Latin word, mandatum, it means commission. It means order. It means command. It's what Jesus laid out for us. We get to share in the way that he loves everyone in the world. We get to share in how God loves everyone through our actions and through our sharing in his love, and we share that love with everyone. And, of course, the Eucharist is what holds those, these three things together. The Eucharist. Uh, Venerable Bishop Sheen says the Eucharist is like the sun in our solar system, and all the other planets revolve around it. 
The Eucharist is like the sun of our life, and all the other sacraments revolve around the Eucharist and lead to the Eucharist and bring people to the Eucharist. And the Eucharist is, as, as again, John, um, it says in uh, the Second Vatican Council, the Eucharist is the source and the summit of our life. The source of where we come from is this Holy Eucharist today, which we're celebrating, and it's the summit. It's what we're climbing towards being perfected in this Holy Eucharist. And it's also the means of our perfection, because in this Holy Eucharist is sanctifying grace, which changes us to be like another Jesus. Here's what the Catechism says, 1324. The source and summit of the Christian life, the other sacraments, indeed, all ecclesial ministries and works of the apostolate are bound up with the Eucharist and are orientated toward it for the Blessed Eucharist in that is contained the whole spiritual good of the church, namely Christ himself, our Pask. That's the Eucharist. So everything is centered on that. And our lives, our, our priesthoods are centered on that. And our lives are centered on this Holy Eucharist. And we're celebrating today the day that it was born into the world and has never ceased since this day. And we're celebrating this beautiful priesthood which God has given us to be present with us heart to heart, love to love, in a very special way. Okay, the last three. So, I just kind of extrapolated from the readings and thinking, thinking about the verbs in these readings. And what is it the Eucharist does in our life? What does Eucharist do in us and for us based on these readings? Well, number one, Exodus 12 is about the Passover, and that's when God rescued the people from, the, from Egypt. And the Eucharist rescues us. It rescues us from the slavery of sin. It rescues us from the damage that we would do to ourselves and to others if we didn't have Jesus dwelling within us. It rescues us from being bound, and it gives us the gift of total freedom in God, freedom to be the per people that God has called us to be. It rescues us from, in short, as Catherine of Siena calls it, selfish self-love. <laughs> That's what we're all afflicted with, selfish self-love. And the Eucharist rescues us from that. And then from Paul's letter to the Corinthians, 1 Corinthians chapter 11, he talks about receiving, receiving from God what was handed down by the apostles to him. And the Eucharist is something we can only receive. We can't make it happen. I can't do a thing. It's Jesus working through me. Jesus making himself present to us. And then when we come forward, it's something, again, we have to receive it. We have to desire it. Even if someone was to come and want to kill us, we're still going to come and want this Eucharist. We have to desire to have Jesus, and we have to desire to receive it. Like the whole Mass is built on this premise. All the prayers are to the Father, through the Son, by the power of the Holy Spirit. That's what we're receiving we're receiving God here at this very night tonight. And the last R, when Jesus washes the feet, excuse me, the last uh, three, when Jesus washes the feet, there's three R's, so that's why I said R. Rescue, <laughs> receive, and responsibility. The, you know, when God asked Cain in the Garden of Eden, or when, um, excuse me, when Cain says to God in the Garden of Eden, am I my brother's keeper? Jesus' answer is yes. 
Yeshua. And so he washes the feet today to show us that we have to be responsible for everyone around us. Responsible to bring that love of God and share that love of God with everyone, even our enemies, even those we hate, even those we don't like that much. That's, that's harder than an enemy because you, you don't see your enemies. But people you don't like, people you do like, people you love, God has given us this great share in his work of love. And so we have it. Okay, I looked on the internet and I found a letter from God to you. So I'm going to read that letter. It's proof that it's from God. It's signed, Dear God, uh, Love God, at the end. So it is really from him. So please um, take this to heart. Dear son and daughter, did you know that the disciples did what Jesus asked? They never forgot how Jesus washed their feet that night. They never forgot how much Jesus loved them. So they took that love into the world, and you can do the same. Never forget how much Jesus loves you. Show that love to others. If you do that, everyone will know that you are one of his disciples. Love God.